0: What is going on? You are listening to Tags Podcast, aka Talk About Gay Sex Podcast. This is the new year, 2023. You are listening to episode 427. I'm your host Stevie. So happy to welcome in 2023 with Jeremy Ross Lopez. How you doing, Jeremy? I'm
1: good. How are you?
0: Really, really good. Happy to be here. Also celebrating the new year, the second day when we record it, Cody Maurice Doggett. How the hell you doing, Cody?
2: Hello, darling. Happy New Year, boys. So good to hear your voices.
0: likewise yes and you know we had a little break from the show so it's kind of nice to i feel refreshed and ready to go we've got a full show ahead of us but i do want to check in with you how did how were your holidays and new year jeremy how were your holidays
1: mine were really good my holidays went by super fast i felt like we packed a lot in but it was very fun to get together with family and then Uh, just some low-key time in the mountains with my mom over the weekend and just ringing in the new year and excited for what's to come.
0: Yeah, we'll get uh, into a little bit of goals or resolutions in a minute, but how did you celebrate your holidays, New Year's, Cody? Oh,
2: with family and, well, I worked New Year's, so that was a little bit of a trial, unfortunately. I didn't get to see Joe until, like, two o'clock in the morning but we are oh it's okay our anniversary is was yesterday so we're going out tonight we're gonna have a nice dinner we're gonna just ring it in right we're gonna have a whole do-over tonight so
0: yeah i'm happy that's that's right i forget that you guys essentially met in the holiday season oh yeah
2: yep our first date was january 1st uh two years ago so it's been two years yesterday
0: Nice! Congratulations on that. Really cool. Um, yeah, I had a great um, also on the West Coast. Was with my family. We it did fall on a on the weekend, which was kind of cool. So I felt like I had two full weeks of and still kind of celebrating because I have friends here in town still in New York now. But one of the fun things that we did that I've gone to before was the Baloney show in San Francisco. Ooh. It's an all male cabaret and oh so super sexy super fun like they really i love it when you can blend comedy and sex appeal and they do such a good job really celebrate all body types in the show so you see all of these different types of sexy men up there on the stage i love it and yeah i highly recommend it they did they kind of do a quarterly show so check them out you can go to sfbaloneyshow.com It's really great art and super fun. So that was great. And well, I want to get into some New Year's resolutions. I was looking at Twitter and Twitter. The gays on Twitter had a lot to say about New Year's resolutions. Uh And a lot of them were my New Year's resolution is to have a lot of gay sex. New Year's resolution, be gay, do crime. Uh, <laughs> my New Year's resolution is to be queer and indigenous as ever. A lot of just accepting and being gay, a lot of sex, really fun things, I think. Um, I have a few. We were playing this game all week on New Year's Eve where you look at this puzzle and the first four words that you see. I think I sent it to you both. mm mm-hmm. Are the mantra for the year. So mine were connection, miracles, gratitude, and love. Connection's a biggie for me. And one of the cool things that happened to me, I ended the night after a house party for the New Year's celebration. We did go to the Eagle, but at like three in the morning, I think we got in. And it was a $40 cover, which we were oh like, my god, I know. And it was, so I said to a friend of mine that worked there who doesn't have a lot of clout, but I said, really 40 bucks for an hour? And he says, let me call the manager. I know you know him, Jeremy. He called yeah. him down and he said, fine. And he p- literally pushed me into the club <laughs> and said, like, pushed me. Did he just let you uh, or like all of you? He said, How many of you? And I said, Three others. They're right there. And he let us all in. Thank goodness. Oh my God. I can't believe $40. What the (laughs) fuck? I know. For an hour? hour, Yeah. Right. (laughs) 40. I guess everybody was, you know, charging a lot on that day. So it's to be expected. So we went for an hour. And one of the highlights of that was over the summer. I think I talked about going to the Naked Beach. Uh, here in in New Jersey actually and there was a guy that I had met on the beach that my friend had called him over to introduce me to him and he had a beautiful dick as he was walking down the beach so of course he caught my attention and as he walked (laughs) over he was chit-chatting with me and I'm sitting down my friend's next to me and he's talking with me and said oh you're sexy and I said thanks so are you I'm like that's why we called you over And he started to get hard, I think I told on the show. And so he was embarrassed and he did give me his Instagram and he had to immediately run into the ocean. So we were keeping contact a little bit, but it was one of those things. And we even said, let's go on a proper date. Well, that fizzled out and no one ever kind of, you know, went forward with let's Mm -hmm. actually do this. So Mm -hmm. cut to the other night at the Eagle three, 30 in the morning a guy walks right and he's like hey we met on the beach it was the guy and he he did grab me and we went into the bathroom just to revisit make sure all parts are working and they are (laughs) and as a result came and said so we were going to go on a date are you can we still go?' I said yes let's go on a date he's like okay let's do it and so I said you know so I'm going to follow up for sure and it was kind of a great way of bridging somebody that I met in 2022 and taking it into the new, you know, hopefully this year. Oh yeah. What a way to ring in the new year. I love that. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's a good omen. I like that. Um, Do any of these Jeremy resonate with you? The Twitter responses. Do you have anything that your goals or things you're looking forward to resolution wise in 2023?
1: I kind of just want to be uh, a better version of myself, but I'm not looking to, change anything specifically i'm really just looking to like date more socialize more and i don't know just have more fun i mean i i think every year everyone sets like kind of ridiculous big changes for themselves as goals and it's like one of those things where you watch people like work out for the first week and then yes. never work out <laughs> again and stuff like that so it's not one of those things that I want to set for myself, but I just want to have more fun and stay happy and be present in the moment and just enjoy life.
0: I love that you yeah. said that date more and be open to, did you say sex too? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's I, like, it oh yeah. Kinda, over, Jeremy and I, when Jeremy visited me, we were kind of talking for a second there and we had to stop ourselves. We can't keep saying that we're celibate. And we're like, we have to to stop (laughs) saying that we're celibate these days because that's not going to work in our favor. So I'm stopping saying that, Jeremy. I don't know if you are too. Yes. Um, Because I want to change that direction a little bit. It is funny, though, about the gym. There's a guy that lives in my building, and when we're in the gym together, he's like, yeah, I guess I'll see you for the next next two weeks. We're going to see those that are going to be infiltrating the gym, and then... They'll peter off, and we both said two weeks. Yep, give them, <laughs> give them two weeks. That we'll have to deal with them. uh Somebody else told me, "Are you going to do a dry January?" And they looked at me at a party I was at, and I, I was actually pondering it for two seconds, and then I looked over at them and I said, uh, "My birthday's in January. No, I will not be doing." <laughs> what am I thinking? You do not do a dry month when your birthday falls in that. No, That's, no I know. Come through in like, February. Oh, do well, yeah, I guess it is a shorter month. I'm not really wanting to do those extremes. I just, you know, I don't know. Cody, do you have goals or things that you are putting out into 2023?
2: Well, since gay sex is on everybody's list, I'm putting that on mine too, even though I'm on a okay. relationship. You can never go wrong with that, right? So gay sex is on the list now. But when you sent me that, that, uh, mantra thing for 2023. I got family alignment, love, and purpose, and I think that that's wonderful. So I'm just gonna really, really focus on my goals, really focus on what my purpose is, and try and put that good energy out there.
0: Yeah, Jeremy, do you remember your? I love that, Cody. By the way, those are yeah, great things you. and great mantra. Yes. And do you remember your words, Jeremy?
1: Uh, let me see. I texted them to you. I don't remember. I remember breakthrough. Uh, yes.
0: I think so.
1: I mine were, where are they? Oh, connection, purpose, breakthrough, and gratitude.
0: Oh, really good bad. ones, too. Yeah. 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 Great mantras. I mean, obviously, they're positive words. I don't know if there were any negative words on this. I know, right? I I'll put, <laughs> yeah, but that's, a, I think, put out all the good omens out there for yourself, really. And for those of you listening, I will post this on tagspodcast.com. It's a fun thing to do, and especially in the early, it's not like you have to live by these, but it's just a fun game to play. and it's all positive. So I'll put that out there. Well, you know, travel is gonna be big for so many people, including myself. And I know Jeremy, you're gonna be going to Sicily., yes. but there is a an Italian. It's the first Italian LGBTQ+ tour provider. Called Quickie Tours and it's Q U I I K Y Tours. They're providing an announced, They announced this a White Lotus tour. Ooh. That of course, because everybody and their grandmother. I think you're the only person, Cody, that didn't watch I White know. Lotus season two. Oh, okay, I rub know. it in a little. And why I'm, don't you? I'm going there
1: too to Tarmina, where the where they shot it.
0: Well, I've okay. So one of the places that they will be visiting is Taramino. Taramino. Yeah the resort where much of season two was filmed and it's the old part of Sicily. And I was just refreshed having my mind refreshed by my friend who I went with earlier tonight that we had such a good time, particularly in Taramino. Um, but it's like way up on a hill.
1: It's on a cliff. Yeah. A
0: cliff. And the thing is on the show, they made it seem like the beach was just like outside the resort. And it's really like, you have to go down. Be yeah. Driven it's down not
1: walkable down. distance.
0: The way they sort of made it seem, right. But if you're interested in this tour and finding out where they filmed it all, you will also be going to locations like Noto, Cefalu, and Palermo, all spots that were featured in White Lotus Season 2. That's really cool. I have some other... I'm going on a gay cruise this... In early February. Oh, wow. Atlanta. Yeah, I was going to say Atlanta. No, sorry. Uh, Vakaya wow. Cruise. That was, that's a good going one, to too. Like- yeah. And I was just looking at the itinerary because it's coming up and it's really going to, it's sounding like a sex boat because everything is less and less clothes, And they seem to find a way if a sports party is really going to be a jockstrap party. There's just a, a red light district. So I'm, I guess it goes along with my, Goals for 2023, more sex. So I, I'm looking forward to that. That should be fun. <laughs> How about you, Cody? Would you go on the, on this? Well, you need to watch White Lotus first, but yes. do you and Joe have travel plans for the new year? Because it seems like a lot of people are back in the game traveling again so
2: many things are lining up for me as far as travel. My cousin has his graduation. We're supposed to go to Las Vegas. There's a wedding that we're supposed to go to at the same time. So I might be gone for a long stretch of time. So, and then I wanted to go to LA. There's just so many places I want to visit. I'm, I was looking at New Orleans the other day and oh. I was like, I really need to get back there because it's such a beautiful, beautiful city. And I I just love New Orleans so much, the vibe there. So, yeah, I want to do a lot of traveling. But now you're talking about Italy and I'm like, let's go there, too. Let's just do it all.
0: Well, you could start by watching White Lotus and get up to speed. <laughs> that <laughs> place you can... don't have to
2: travel far. I know, right? right? I could just sit on my couch and be at White Lotus, girl.
0: <laughs> the funny thing about that show, Mike White, who produced, wrote it. He did it partly, be- the season one, partly because he- the pandemic and they could film in a hotel. And so then mm-hmm. they just kept that theme. He's also a big fan, as I was as a kid, of Love Boat, the Love Boat. Old uh, show, not... yeah. so if you actually look at it, there's similarities. And Jeremy, you might be a little young, but the two Italian girls that what are what about featured me? In the show... <laughs> well, you didn't watch the, this yet, but there's a two oh, okay. there's these, talk... these Italian young girls, and they are the hookers. Little... I love them. The hookers are patterned after Laverne and Shirley. Did you ever hear of that show?
1: Yes, I have, but I did not know
0: that it uh, they were in the inspo. Just a slight, only because these were the, obviously they took a turn and they have their own life on yeah. their own, but these were the things that he watched as a kid, which was really funny. Oh, okay. All right, moving on to some hot topics. And this is interesting because Sniffies, which is an app, we actually had the marketing director, creative director, Eli Martin, Cody, I think you remember, mm-hmm. yeah. on in 2022 when we had him on to talk about Sniffies. And they are naming the horniest cities in the US, and they Ooh. did it using raw data, basically because the way it works is all through GPS. So they were able to see where people were hooking up, and then on the application, because you really just go, it's its an application essentially, but it's not an app. So in other mm-hmm. words, you go on a browser to find, and it's map-based. So do you guys wanna know where the horniest city was? Oh, always. New York turned out to took the top spot for the horniest. Really? Yeah. I'm not. Not surprising. Coming close, followed by Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas, and Atlanta. The same five cities were the top spots for hospitality. Although LA took the crown, um, took the crown for hospitality. Actually, the UK came in as the horniest country That's not surprising, I think. Outside the U.S., followed by Canada, Australia, the Netherlands, and Mexico. I'm sure a lot of Mexico was Puerto Vallarta. I just (laughs) know it. While Atlanta took the spot for the cruisiest city, the nation's capital took the award for the most discreet city. Parks and bars were among the most popular scenes, with those identifying as verse or verse bottom being the most popular attitudes. I don't know. Jeremy, have you tried sniffies out? Because I think you would really like it. No, I haven't. Yeah. And when we had him on the Eli, he was essentially, like I said, it works on a browser. So it's kind of cool because you can put a profile on there, but you don't have to. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't take a lot of creating this whole profile. And I think it's kind of really cool. I mean, Cody, you're not using this right now, but you could... It's, yeah, I know, but it is. I'm. I think that's really cool. It doesn't. Does any of are you are any of you surprised at some of the cities that took the top spots? Though, really, not really. Yeah, yeah I'm not I, either. What? If, yeah. yeah, I just thought there were. I'm. That was pretty much where I thought they would be. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So, kudos to that. I think I'm going to continue using that dating app there is a dating app that's not doing so good and i'm not mad at it it's called the right stuff it's a conservative dating app that promised an anti-woke dating experience and it immediately (laughs) struggled to get off the ground it was i wonder why right and it was launched by former donald trump aide john McEntee, and the drastic decline in users in just a few months that it was launched in September is not doing good according to tech firm Sensor Tower. The right stuff saw 40,000 downloads in its first month, however, between November 1st and December 20th, there were just 11,000 downloads, so it's not doing so good. It launched quickly but was ridiculed for having almost no women using it, with one user complaining. Oh, wow. The weird thing is. I could find I couldn't find any women on it. I don't know maybe the app is bugged. No sir, I think it's because women are just, you know, not cooler than a lot of these men. So And it's free yeah. for women
2: too. So that is, it is that should tell them something. Yes, it is. I saw oh, an wow. advertisement for it the other day and I was like this is utterly mind blowing It's just so insane. And the woman that's in the advertisement, she's actually really pretty, but I would have never, I, she's like, probably did the advertisement and then went home and took their money and was like, I'm not gonna use this damn thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's crazy, free for women. It's, we know why now, because obviously they want to, they're, they need women on there to make this thing work. But it's almost reminds me of ladies night, In the club scene back in the day, ladies get in for free, but men have to pay the cover, Uh which was always like crazy to me. But it was kind of the same thing. We want more women in here and just weird. But all right, moving on. Well, one thing you want to always be on top of, I'm a big proponent. We all are here at Tags, is to keep yourself safe and healthy, particularly sexually, And here in New York, which I think is really awesome, particularly because I just changed my insurance provider and I wasn't really sure if the new insurance is going to cover my prep, Truvada, generic version, whatever you want to call it. Well, here in New York, it it will now be required for insurance companies to cover prep. And that's by Governor Kathy Hochul. I'm so glad I voted for her Yes, (laughs) because this is really great. Uh, New York was once the epicenter of the AIDS epidemic, and "And we have a moral obligation to keep up the fight to end the epidemic once and for all, Hochul said. PrEP and PAP are critical tools that help prevent new HIV infections, and every eligible New Yorker should have access to these vital medications. Well, one of the reasons they did this was because there's an overall goal, not just set by New York, but set by the Mm -hmm. White House to end HIV in the coming years and covid actually saw a decline of people actually going to get their tests done and Mm -hmm. also then of course not getting on things like prep one might argue that perhaps it was because people weren't really having sex and all the rise of have sex virtually but I just know that a lot of people weren't going to the doctor as much as they used to. I know like my mom, I'm like getting on her back, not for this, obviously, but like, Oh mom, go (laughs) see your doctor. We're crying out loud. You can do this now. And so I think this is a really good thing. I know you, uh, Jeremy tried Mr. We talked about that before we can get prep and it was free. Correct? Yes. Yeah. So we'll, are you on PrEP currently and what's so your So I
1: took like a, a little break from it. Uh, I stopped my subscription with Mr. because I uh, found a new GP and just got it through my doctor and I actually have that physical coming up in a few weeks. So I'm just getting routine blood work and then uh,
0: my refill for all of my medication. Okay, good. So you're getting it that way. I love that, um, Cody. I know you're not on prep, I don't think. But what are your thoughts about, like at least New York making this insurance companies cover this?
2: I think this is great. It's so necessary. It's I think that it will have the rates as far as HIV infection go down, and anything that can do that is is amazing. So yeah, I think that's great.
0: I love it. Well, you know, we talked a lot last year, as well as our health. We also talked about being safe when you go out. And sadly, there were two, there was a roofie, I don't know if you call it an epidemic, but people roofing people in bars, and they never really found them until now. The two guys that were killed, sadly, they found the two men in connection with the string of robberies and murders of men who were picked up at bars in New York. Kenwood Allen, who's 33, and another unnamed man were arrested and charged with the drug-induced deaths of two men, although police said more charges are expected and their investigation continues. But these two guys were, they were a part of a crew who essentially drugged and robbed unsuspecting men after they left many of bars here in Manhattan. And that was beginning of March of last year, um alan was charged with the march 18th death of nurbo shira and the july 30th death of artijan barisha and at least 24 other men have been drugged and robbed and sometimes killed under similar circumstances but police wow. have long suspected a crew was targeting inebriated inebriated bar in the area that's just really freaky i mean i remember Not that long ago, I was in a bar and I just had a little bit too much to drink. And I don't think I was very conscious of where my was putting my drink down. Mm -hmm. And I remember not remembering how I got home and I'm not I'm not saying I was roofied or not, but or I just had a lot to drink, I'm not sure, (laughs) to be honest. But these are things that you need to look out for because I'm not surprised does it surprise you that there are people Cody or Cody targeting our community just no, like this
2: not at all I think that in this in this day and age we are being targeted a, a lot actually by all kinds of different people and it's really sad to see and we all need to really be as safe as possible out there and be more mindful and it's so easy to not take stock of where you put your drink or to get just a little bit too tipsy because I've been there. So I know it, it happens as a human being to do this and you shouldn't feel like ashamed of it or I don't know if that's even in in this conversation right now. but Shame can be in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but I don't think that... I think that we should all be as safe as possible basically and I really am you said that they found the guys that were a part of the crew and that they have they been arrested? What's going on? Do you know?
0: Yes. Yes, they have been.
2: Oh, fabulous. So I'm, I really am glad that they, they found those guys and and that um, I hope justice has served in this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Jeremy, it's interesting because you missed a show recently where Lincoln Cody and I were talking about a bar in WeHo called or O R that just opened. up. It took over mm-hmm. an old standing bar, the Gold Coast. And one of the things on there was sticker shock, and they're having cocktails at twenty four dollars. And it did remind me a little bit about the bar you went to in Boston. That how much were those drinks?
1: Those were uh, what were they like thirty
0: each? Oh um, yeah, and yeah. so I'm so thinking at those each prices, for like basic cocktails. Right, I'm thinking at those prices, we're not in danger. I think of being roofied because we're gonna have like literally <laughs> one, and you're watching that cocktail like a hot. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, definitely. But, right, but are you are you on a little bit more high alert when you now go out? Just when you hear stories like this.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I have not been. I've never been one to never say never, but I have not been common to put my drink down ever, and. I will just buy a new one, usually not at $30 a piece, but <laughs> th- that one I'm sucking down. And then I normally don't put my drink down anywhere. And if I do, I have a friend hold it yeah. and retrieve it back from my friend and make sure that they haven't put it down anywhere. But I'm usually good about just keeping my drink with me. I'd rather have it sit on top of a urinal yeah. or on the toilet yeah. like top than be on the bar waiting for someone to roofie it.
0: Listen, we do far more crazy things in the urinals area. and (laughs) In the stalls, so I think we're okay on that. And the other thing is, but we all know, I mean, Jeremy, when you were here, it's really easy to have the night go by and maybe you had one thing in mind i think when you we were going to industry bar here in new york we both Mm -hmm. started the night out thinking oh yeah we're kind of tired we're just going to go from one maybe two drinks and And we ended up staying out way later right on the dance floor partying like it's 1999 and whatever happened to what two drinks i know i had way more than that (laughs) so my point being is that it's really easy to let the night happen and before you know it you're your inhibitions are looser. So yeah. I definitely can attest to that too. I think your your idea of just holding, always holding your drink by you or giving it to a friend or taking it into that stall is the best yeah. bet to keep yourself safe uh, because you do not want to be a victim of this at all. Okay, moving on. You know, in the transgender world, Pornhub showed their review, which showed an increase in trans porn searches in 2022, and on top of that, um, there's a naked calendar out in Europe that's celebrating beauty and autonomy of trans bodies. "Quote: We're gorgeous, and I love who I am." And all trans naked calendar is celebrating the beauty, diversity, and joy of the community while raising funds for the importance of a cause. And some of the people, the person that put it together, essentially went on to instagram and dm'd various trans uh, people and Mm -hmm. asked them if they would like to be in this and everybody was for it most of them said they wanted to do it naked because they wanted to take the stigma away and not have it their bodies fetishized which Mm -hmm. i think is a really good thing which interesting that porn trans porn searches increased what do you think, Cody, of that? Do you think there's a di- difference? And I love the idea of the calendar. I I mean, hey, a lot of the trans porn is really, I, I like it myself. What are yeah. your thoughts on these two different things that are happening for trans the transgender community?
2: I love it. I think that trans people should always be celebrated. And I think that with as trans people are becoming more visible out in in the world, just in in the society, I believe that that is why the Googling or the searching for trans porn has become more prevalent, because once you see more and more of a certain type of people, then that's when you it it becomes more of less awkward or less, it becomes just less uh, fetishized, I believe, and I think that because of that, then I feel like more Trans people are going to be ac- accepted in our society. So I think it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, exactly. I was talking to somebody, Jeremy, recently about, I do have, I know a friend, and I think he's fetishized trans, the trans community, which I'm sometimes like, I, I don't know if this is really healthy, but what are your thoughts, though, when you, hear, I mean, the calendar sounds great. What do you think about, like, the increase in trans porn?
1: I think it's great. And I think it's still visibility in a, in a different way. And yeah. like you said, I enjoy it too and, and watching it. And I, I just think that being seen is a great feeling, whether it be in a sexual way or not. And I definitely think that there's a fine line between fetish, fetish sizing and uh, just actually having an attraction.
0: Yeah, I agree, right. And one can go in one direction, but listen, the ones putting out the content, this is sometimes their career and we should not, like our gay community, if they wanna do that, they should be able to do that. And those, they mm-hmm. need an audience. So oh, yeah, who are we to yeah. So it's, they should be able to do that as well. Um, but I know Cody, in the past you've said, but it should be their choice. And they should also, the transgender community, I remember specifically mm-hmm. many times you saying, should also have opportunities
1: as oh, yes. well
0: that they often don't have mm-hmm. and not to I say feel that like... all of them are going towards this because they don't have opportunities but it's something to consider
2: oh yeah definitely i feel like this is more of a celebration of their bodies and i think that what you're uh, referring to is them uh, feeling like prostitution is their only option and i think that that we should definitely be telling our trans brothers and sisters that they are there's more options available for them than that. So, yeah. But if it's their choice, then more power to them and do what you want to do. Sex work is work. So, I'm here for all of that. So,
0: got it. All right. Well, moving on, I really want you guys, we've talked a lot about this over the last year, and I have some new thoughts on it. But, guys, recently on a Reddit thread, we're basically sounding off on whether online nudes, like posting nude pictures, will hurt their careers. Uh, On the Ask Gay Bros Reddit thread, they asked the question, does one risk their professional reputation by posting nudes online? There was all kinds of people that said, absolutely not. It's just me. I get to do what I want. It turns me on so much seeing other guys my age posing fully naked online. There was a few people that said, that if you're in like a a teacher, perhaps not the best. I know we've talked a lot about this, but I've been thinking more about it. And particularly even with this show, and it's not necessarily me talking about posting nudes, but there is the NSFW, not suitable for work. Mm -hmm. And one of the things on this show is, you know, we have, and we're very grateful for our sponsors on the show that we get, but when I first started this new platform where we uploaded our podcast to, they had this advertisement that we could get just for doing nothing. And they would just slip in at the beginning of the show and it was just support, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Well,
0: then they got ripped away and I asked my contact what happened to those? Cause it was money. Right. Yeah. And they said, they've deemed your show and many others that have, talk about sexuality and, and, you know, in defense of my, the people that we post with, they did everything they could to try and keep this, but they said, we have been deemed NSFW, not suitable for work. And it's like, but that is going into my money. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> I guess my, and then everybody says, you need to be on social media. You got to promote the show on this. Well, there are times when we post things on TikTok and they take the sound away because of a word or something that we said. And instead of having something where you could click adult only, I think which is mm-hmm. kind of the key, that they just rip the sound away. Well, that also can affect ultimate money and followers. So I do think about some of these things sometimes because ultimately they can affect your money. And mm-hmm. I don't like that. And it's just whole thing. I don't know, Jeremy, what are your thoughts about posting nudes personally? And do you think it really can affect careers?
1: I think it really just depends on the career. I mean, I think everyone has different fields of work. And I think it depends on the exposure of where it goes. And I personally prefer like disappearing nudes on apps Mm -hmm. rather than like having nudes out there just posted and floating around but it's also like I said the line of work if you're working and nudity helps that or you have an OnlyFans account and it gets leaked then
0: it might not affect you negatively as it will affect you positively right and I think in the past some of the conversations we've had so much Cody were Mm -hmm people should just be able to it shouldn't really matter essentially maybe if you're a teacher but i know we were talking about stories of a police officer who was a porn doing only fans Mm -hmm. but everybody was pretty much on the side well on his free time he should be able to do what he wants not on the job but yeah you know i'm coming from the standpoint it can also affect your money flow too yeah there was another story of, of, you know, somebody didn't hire this host to host this big, uh, it was like a, um, a benefit. And it was backed, though, it was, it was a gay benefit, mind you, but it was backed by a major company. And the company simply looked at the, the host's Instagram. I'm not going to tell you who it is, because I've, oh, I've, I've been told later. I can't say that. I'll tell you <laughs> later. <laughs> and so... Uh, he, the he, they were told by the company, you should maybe find somebody else. And they're like, why? He's well-known. He's well-known in the community. He's well-loved. And they said, because we, on his Instagram, he shows his ass sometimes. And we're talking like what? Instagram ass. And that was enough for the company to really not use him. And they ultimately found a way to get him on. But see what I mean about companies? And yeah. I mean, I you know Cody, if it's affecting your money, <laughs> yeah,
2: that's when you got to make the tough decisions. In a in a perfect world, it really honestly wouldn't matter, but I think that when to some people it doesn't it 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 really affects them having overtly sexual conversations, and I think that that is where the problem lies, and I think that the the way that we overcome that is by having the type of conversations that we have on this show. And make normalizing it just like like we talked in in the last story about normalizing and making sure that trans trans bodies are more accepted we should just have continue to have these conversations and putting our sexuality in the mainstream on front street and making sure that people are comfortable with it so i think that as society evolves then that is when it won't be a problem anymore but right now we got to kind of take it into consideration unfortunately
0: Particularly when we're being called by certain segments of the population as groomers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we're in that rut right now. The other thing I find really hilarious is, and it took me so long, I'm really bad with acronyms. Like I never know it. And you know how some people like the whole conversation and text is an acronym? I'm like, shit, I'm on Google looking everything <laughs> up. But NSFW, I was like, what is that? No, but The whole thing about NSFW is what is really suitable for work? Aren't you supposed to be doing your job anyway? So (laughs) it's okay. Even Reddit, even when you go on Reddit, if somebody's asking a little bit for advice, a little bit more about a sexual nature, it'll say not suitable for work. But are you supposed to really be going through Reddit threads in general while you're doing your job? I think I just think it's so funny. Like what they. Yeah. Get to work. I was just gonna say, get to work. Get to work, right? (laughs) Get on your phone. I don't think (laughs) right. None of it technically, I'm sure by any company is suitable for work. They want you to be working, right? Not being scrolling, but whatever. All right. Well, speaking of Reddit, we've got to give some advice here or weigh in on somebody. By the way, we do give advice here on Tags Podcast, and we're really looking to give you our thoughts this year in 2023, like we've done in the past. You can always go to tagspodcast.com and message us there or DM us on Instagram at tagspodcast. Okay, well, a recent Reddit thread asked the question Should I contact, and this is kind of a good one because it's the new year, should I contact a Tinder match further if he doesn't respond to my Happy New Year text? Uh oh. So I've been texting this dude on an app and we exchanged numbers. Texting turned into sexting and it felt so good having someone respond to you so quickly and with enthusiasm. We determined to hook up and have the most amazing time ever. When I met him for a meal, we found that we had a lot in common and thought we were getting along just fine. Things were going great until he told me that I wasn't the one immediately after the meal. Wow. He offered to be my friend or friends with benefits, but the hookup was included. I was paralyzed with shock for a hot minute. So we ended up having really good time hooking up and then he offered me a ride home. I told him that I'm down to be friends with him and I'm open to hookups, but I'm not forcing them. I'm asking if he was down to get something after the holidays and he said, sure, I hugged and left. I've been resisting the temptation to text him until now because I was still processing the rejection After venting and letting go to some extent with some of the feelings gone away, I decided to send a Happy New Year text to snuff out a reaction, and Mm -hmm. he hasn't sent me a Happy New Year's text back. I'm starting to realize that he might have said what he said just to soften the blow of rejection and just wanted the hookup only. Here's the... The big question, which I think I know the answer, is should I contact him <laughs> if he doesn't reply to my Happy New Year's text? He said he'd be down, but I'm starting to suspect the false promises made after the rejection. Jeremy, should he contact him and how do you deal with rejection?
1: I'd say hell no and move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just I it doesn't sound like someone that you want to invest any more time in or sex, and it sounds like the person's being too laxadaisical into getting back to him. And I don't know. I think if you wanna answer the text, you're going to. And I would say on to
0: the next one.
1: In my opinion.
0: Yeah. I mean, I told the story about last year I went on gay speed dating and hooked met up with a guy. We were a match. We went on a great date. We made out at the end of the date and then we he was going on a trip and when he came back he contacted me. Mm and then canceled the date that wow. he set up. And I never got a reason, a season or anything, a Le Mansant, <laughs> about, <laughs> about it. And I had to just say, you know what, I may never know this, I am, but I am not bl- blowing up his phone and finding out because it's just, no, it's not worth it. What are your thoughts on that, Cody? I totally agree with both of you.
2: Uh, hell no it's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> and I have definitely been on that receiving end of rejection and definitely invested so much time and effort into somebody who clearly wasn't interested in me. And it's just not worth it. It doesn't do anything for your self-esteem. And I think that he should find somebody that's genuinely interested in him go on as many dates as you can and just take it from there find somebody that really wants to to be
0: there for you so and yeah you're right rejection is going to happen and why not start the new year off like listen you didn't get the response you wanted move on if he's really interested even in friends with benefit i think he will reach out to you the other thing is it is always tricky in the holiday season on who to reach out to, who to wish Merry Christmas, who to say Happy New Year to. There was a guy that I met, actually, when you were here, Jeremy. And I was like, should I wish him a Happy New Year? And I did. And he responded right back, Happy New Year. And then I I got the response I wanted in a timely manner. And then I mm-hmm. thought, all right, we need to get together. You know, let's get together in the new year. And so things are looking up, guys, in oh, 2023. Yeah. I know. Uh, 2023. About is the reciprocity, year. yes. There you go. Absolutely. And finally, this because we many of our goals, even you, Cody, because you can you are having gay sex. I am. <laughs> it's just with your boyfriend. Hey. I love this next next and last Reddit thread that we got to answer this guy's question, and he starts it off with, "Am I being a slut?" Okay. So recently came out of a long-term, sexually boring, monogamous relationship. And I'm trying to catch up for (laughs) lost time. (laughs) Preach. I met with some grinder hookups for the last two months. I have a fuck buddy too. And I'm going to two to three hookups a week lately. Is this normal for a single guy or am I being too slutty? P.S. I do wear a condom except for my friends with benefit. We're exclusive in that. I do have regular blood tests. I'm very clean and I'm trying to get on prep, which is hard to obtain in my country. Okay. Is he being a slut, Jeremy? I
1: think he's living his life. And I think that if he's cautious about what he's doing and it sounds like he is, then I would just say get your routine testing and continue living your best life and have fun.
0: Yeah, I didn't think at all. I thought he it was, a, you know... I think it's good to reflect on your behavior at all times, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of think about it. And why not post this and ask the question? I think it's totally I've heard of people though where they are sex addicts or going in that direction where they're having mm-hmm. multiple partners in one day. Mm-hmm. And I forget who I was talking to and mm-hmm. they it turned into sex addiction where they literally in one day were had four different partners and it was more of like this game and an addictive type of behavior, two to three t- hookups a week, I mean, come on. I don't think, what, but what are your thoughts, Cody?
2: I agree with you guys. I think that this totally normal, especially after a breakup. And he said that the sex was boring. Now, get your life, honey. You had a good time. You're having a good time. And, you know, as long as you're being mm-hmm. safe and doing, your, doing what you're taking the necessary precautions, then, you know, enjoy yourself.
0: Right, we talked a lot about it on the show too. Your sexuality and your sex life goes through phases and different periods. So you, Jeremy, were saying you've t- you were on a hiatus on prep. Now you're thinking of going mm-hmm. back. I think that's how it was intended to be anyway. I, mm-hmm. I we were saying celibate, but now we're going in a different direction, and we'll see where we end up with that. But it's you have different periods where you're, and when you are, when I'm more sexually active. I'm definitely, so for example, if I know what I did and it's like the last time I saw my doctor, he's like, do you want me to do the swab on your ass and your throat? I'm like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> i was pretty certain I did that. <laughs> being pretty, not having much sex. It was, you know, a particular year with my broken ankle and then being sick mm-hmm. all of November. So I'm like, no, don't bother. But as I potentially become more sexually active, we're going to layer in that swab on the ass and the throat do all the swabs then, honey do <laughs> yeah, all do everything just check everything and i just think ebbs and flows and it just no you shouldn't be hard on yourself and this is where you're at now but really good to kind of reflect on where you're at at different points in the year because we're always evolving i think that's, that's right. healthy. and i think that
2: uh, even yeah, asking the even asking the question am i being a slut that probably means that you're not being a slut you
0: could probably be Sledier. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right. Listener out there, Reddit Thread. Be Sledtier for 2023. I like that. That's my goal. Okay, always so much fun. Thank you guys for weighing in. You can always follow my co-host. You can follow Jeremy on Instagram at J Ross Lopez. At J Lopez. And follow Cody. He's a life coach at KMD Coaching or on his personal account mr maurice and of course follow us at tags podcast on all social media platforms thanks guys thanks babe yeah happy new year and all we want to hear from you guys too so reach out to us and let us know how you are ringing in the new year or what goals you might have sexual goals of course we really want to know definitely and yeah we'll report back okay in the meantime continue having hot hot gay gay sex. sex